0: Hi, my name is Marquisha Tisby, and I am the TCTELA Elementary Section Chair. Today, I have the privilege of chatting with our current Elementary Teacher of the Year, Teresa Lyle. I would like to introduce her by sharing some of the information provided by the individual who nominated her for this award. The information shared goes as follows: Teresa's teaching career began 15 years ago on an elementary campus. Being able to watch her teaching in action today is amazing. She works relentlessly to create a literacy-rich learning environment for her students. Teresa values real-world learning, and it shows. Although she incorporates many incredible resources and technology into her lessons, all Teresa really needs to teach is a good book. There has always been a strong connection in her classroom between her powerful teaching and student achievement. How does she accomplish this? One of the many things I admire about Teresa is that she always seeks out professional development to strengthen her teaching craft. She is always learning. Teresa exemplifies the phrase lifelong learner as she independently reads professional books, participates in book studies and attends learning sessions and then implements the new learning in her classroom. Throughout her years in education, Teresa has developed hundreds of confident readers She specifically credits choice and time as the biggest keys to success in flourishing, strong, confident readers. Her students take advantage of her daily read-alouds and independent reading time. She often says it is difficult to get them out of the books, which is a good thing. She goes on to share, I get super excited when my kids fall in love with reading for the pure joy of it. I think when the kids see me model reading and how passionate I am about reading, they get excited. I think some students see how much we can learn from books. Sometimes they are learning about someone or something new, hearing a different genre they didn't know they would like, or they make a connection with other stories they have read. What is great to see is that they know reading isn't just getting a worksheet that they are forced to read and eventually take a test. They are learning about life experiences or new concepts through authentic text. So I would like to welcome Teresa Lyle today. Hi. Thank you, Teresa, for being here. here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, after that snippet of your nomination information, I have to say that I want to be in your class. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am... Super proud of you and really excited to pick your brain so that uh, the listeners can hear a little bit about you and learn more about you and um, as a person and as a professional. So we'll go ahead and get started. Mm -hmm. The first question um, for today is, how did you feel when you found out you had been selected as the TCTELA Elementary Teacher of the Year?
1: Well, honestly, I was really shocked um, and excited at the same time. I think it was a surreal moment um, because that morning, it happened in the morning, and my admin showed up with Miss Jester, Miss Danica Jester. And um, so they made an announcement in front of my entire class. And I said, is this really happening? What's going on here? And so it was really exciting. And next thing I knew, my students were jumping up and down. It, and it Because we're in a portable, it was shaking. And so my partner teacher next door, she came over. She's like, what's going on? Um, Because it was so loud. They were really excited. Um, But no, it was a great um, moment. I was thrilled that I was nominated and selected for it. So
0: very exciting. Oh, I love that the portable was shaking. (laughs) It was a party. (laughs) It was. (laughs) So I guess the next question was, how did your students react? But we know how they reacted. Yes. Were they, they were. super proud of you? Yes, they
1: were. They actually. Um. And then I heard a lot from the team because they went home and told their parents. And I saw a lot of messages through my remind and how excited they were. And it was it was a great
0: feeling. Now, did you always want to be a teacher or was your path to education somewhat unconventional?
1: Um. Well, honestly, Ever since I was a little girl, um, when I used to play house or play school with my sister, um, I think I wanted to be a teacher when I was a young girl. But as I got older, kind of really didn't know where my path was going. I joined the military, um, and became a cop. So I did that for almost 10 years. But when I was in the service, I had the opportunity to become an instructor here at Laughlin Air Force Base in San Antonio. And I found that I really enjoyed it. I really. Loved getting in front of people and talking and teaching. And so when I got out of the service, that was the path that I took because I, I knew I wanted to teach. And, and it just kind of all fell into place. And I, I still love it. I, I get excited when I get to teach lessons. Um, but that's kind of how my route started with education. It really started in the military and then continued on from there.
0: Nice. Well, thank you for your service. And we are glad that you ended up in education at an elementary school. So my next question for you is when you think about the current state of education, what grieves you?
1: I think a lot of it has to do. um, I think the way the profession is what I see in my own situation where I see people leaving the education field, really great educators um, who maybe Mm -hmm. just lost their passion for teaching or just found it, um, it's just a little bit more challenging these days. And I think that it's kind of, it's bothersome to me. And I've, I've been there during my journey in education. Um, and I've just had to find a way to, to tell myself like, what, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Um, what was my purpose? And then I get excited again and then I try to find different ways of doing things. And so I, I try to Always learn. For me, it's always learning. And then when I learn something new, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. And then, um, but I think that was, that's the main thing is just seeing great educators leaving the profession. Um, but, and then as far as the joy part of it, um, I think just being in the classroom is, is what brings me joy. I, I love teaching the students. I love seeing the excitement. Um, I love when they're excited to come to class and, and, and they tell me that. And, and that's what, what makes me happy.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing that. Um, it is really tough because we know how, how big and how hard the work can be. So when you see educators who maybe you partner with in some way or in some project, no, no longer there, um, I bet that that does make, make you feel a certain type of way. You know, you're, you might feel a little sad, sad to see them go, but then also thinking about yourself. Because these are people that you link arms with to do the work, right? Exactly. Well, I think anyone who spends any amount of time with you um, understands that being a teacher brings you joy. (laughs) I think uh, we hear it in your voice. We see that smile on your face. And we follow you on social media. We get to see all the cool things that you and your kids do in your classroom. So it's been really great to get to know you. Um, as an educator and as a person. Now, Mm -hmm. if you had the ear of administrators everywhere, like, what would you share with them? Probably just to take care of your people, look out
1: for your people and, and, and listen to them and hear what they have to say. Um, I think that's pretty much, you know, just don't forget what it's like to be in the classroom. If you you started out that way. You were a teacher at one point, because um, sometimes I think it's easy um, in a leadership position, like when you delegate or you tell people like these are the things that need to be done. But also don't forget what it's like to be in the classroom and the things that that the teachers are experiencing in the classroom.
0: What would you tell your first year teaching self? So think back to your very first it's like year. not stressing
1: all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what would you tell
1: Teresa? I tell Teresa, just enjoy the ride, enjoy it. Enjoy. Yeah. I think a lot of it would be just don't stress so much because I am a stressor. Um, I stress about everything. And and my coworkers make fun of me about that. Cause they're like, Oh gosh, she's there. She goes again. She's stressing. Um, but I think, yeah, not don't stress about everything, you know, just enjoy it. Enjoy everything that you're doing. Um, it'll be okay. Everything's going to work out. <laughs>
0: Well, I know that currently you are teaching science, and some people would say that you are no longer a reading teacher. What would you say to those individuals?
1: Uh, I'm always a reading teacher. Um, (laughs) I, I don't think you cannot, even no matter what subject you're teaching, if you enjoy reading and you're passionate about it, and I... I'm, I'll never not be a reading teacher. I tell my kids that even now. I'm like, I know I teach you science, but I'm I'm a reading teacher by heart. I'm a language teacher by heart. I teach everything, and so even in science, um, I get that reading in there, and we have those discussions. And we sometimes we get off task because we're talking about good books. And even in my science classroom, there's books everywhere. So um, when the kids get a chance, they they are definitely perusing those books, and um, we're having some good discussions. So. I don't think I'll never, I don't know it That wouldn't be the right way to say it, but I'm always a reading teacher. I'll always be a reading teacher.
0: By heart. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, can you share a little bit about how your your background as a reading teacher supports you in teaching science, maybe when it comes to the content and, and the work that you do to help students access yeah. the content?
1: Well, I think because in science and even social studies that I teach as well, that um those skills come in handy because um, you're always reading. And that's what I've always told my students. Um, even though it's not a reading class, you still have to read the content and you still have to understand it. And so we still use those same strategies that we would use in reading and apply that to what we're doing in science and social studies. And I think it's helpful, even when it comes to the writing portion of it, you know, um, I always tell them I'm a grammar teacher too. So I'm big on grammar. Um, So we talk about all those, um, the way you write sentences and how it, it, so it all applies, I think, in every subject that you teach. Um, I tell them even in math. Um, So I think it helps a lot, you know, and I am really big, like I said, I I know I get really excited about the reading part of it, but I, I tell the kids, and I actually had this conversation this past week, um, you know, as a child, I struggled um, in reading And I struggled in a lot of subjects, but I found that that was, for me, um, it turned my life around when I got involved, got to read books. And I found what worked for me. And I tell them all the time, I said, you may not find what works for you right away, but, you know, don't give up and find something that you love and stick with it. And then maybe you'll find out that you are interested in something else later. But for me, um, I love it because it was always like an escape and it was always something that I-, I could always be any character I wanted to be. And I said, you can always go on these different adventures. Um, and so that's what I love about reading. And that's why I get so passionate about it. I'm like, cause it will take you to so many different places. You can be anyone you want to be in these stories. And so, and they like, Oh wow, I thought we were doing something else. I'm like, I know, I know I got off task. Um, So, but <laughs> I like I said, I think it it ties into everything that you do, no matter what subject it is. Reading is key,
0: I think. Oh, I would agree with you there. And And again, there's that joy of yours, that joy and that passion that becomes contagious, and your students can't help but to grow and to fall in love with reading purely for the joy of it. Um, So you you just exude joy, even when you're talking about reading. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's why I enjoy talking to you so much. (laughs) Because I think we're cut from the same clock. Um, so, you know, my question now is just, what's next for you? I know you are, you know, you're in a new position. And, but, you know, you're still rocking in at your same school. What's, what's next for you?
1: What's the next thing I can learn? What's the next thing I can implement with, or, you know, it, um, get my kids excited about? I'm one of those who when I learn some, I like to learn one thing, like a, one craft and then try to get really good at it. And then I pick up on something else and then try to get really good at that. Um, Cause I don't like to just teach the same thing all the time, the same way. And so I always try to find different ways to get the kids excited. That's my number one focus when it comes to teaching, when I work on my plans or when I get ready to present a lesson, how can I make this exciting for the kids so that it's not the same exact thing. And so one of the, what makes me happy when I come in the morning, like, Ooh, we get to come into science. This is one of my favorite class. And I'm like, Oh yes, I'm so excited that you're here. Um, So I always try to find something new and I'm always wanting to learn. Um, That's one thing I tell the kids never stop learning, no matter how old you are, no matter what grade you're in, never stop learning because there's always something out there to learn. So that's how I feel like that's my next step. What's next for me.
0: So whatever is the next thing you can focus on, learn and then take to your classroom. Right. Yeah,
1: that's pretty much.
0: Yes. Well, Yeah, I think that is um, that's a great way to be. You know, um, it is definitely a joy every time I get to have a conversation with you. I'm grateful that you're a part of the uh, TCTLA elementary section um, and how you contribute there and. Yeah. Um, I look forward anytime there's an opportunity to connect and so thank you so much for um sharing a little bit of your time with us today and letting us get to know the TCT ELA elementary teacher of the year just a little bit better teresa congratulations once again and we just say thank you and we are so glad that the students and your classroom and on your campus as well as your colleagues. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: TCTELA members, we are excited to welcome you to our 58th annual conference, Embracing Boldness and Exploration of the Power of Language. We have worked all year to ensure that you experience exactly what you need to leave feeling re-energized and fueled for doing what you do best, impacting the lives of scholars. I cannot tell you how excited we are to welcome you, to see your faces and to collaborate while we are together you will glean insights and motivation from an all-star guest lineup you will experience a culture community like no other and of course attend sessions filled with amazing information and resources provided from teachers just like you across the state of texas we see you teachers and we know that you are working tirelessly to support our scholars day in and day out well guess what when you attend the tctla conference it's time to focus on you we want to fill your cup and ensure that you leave feeling like you can conquer the world if you have not done so already go and register today at tctela.org for our 58th annual conference it will be one of the best decisions you make all year we cannot wait to see you